0: You want a revolution, well you know We all wanna change the world. You tell me that it's evolution, well I've had you know So many podcasts in the past, and they've all done relatively well, and I've always just stopped them. Uh after a while, they just I don't know. I get bored because I think in the past there wasn't enough going on in my life to even talk about. And like, you know, I don't like necessarily always talking about the news or relevant topics because I feel like other people covered that way better than I ever could. I don't know enough about politics and stuff like that to even like give a fuck enough to care to talk. So I end up quitting podcasts, but we're doing them again we're gonna try it again and I think it's because I don't know I feel like my photography is hitting new levels that I've never hit before and I don't feel like the people who follow me like I I I stay relatively private on my social media nowadays when I was like 16 or so I would always post like everything you know like I was posting on Instagram stories every goddamn day And I would post like 17 fucking photos on Instagram and people knew who I was. But, you know, I, I grew up and in that time of growing up, I've taken massive steps back from social media. Like there was a time when I was like 16, when I was running like five Instagram accounts, a podcast podcast. I was running TikToks, a YouTube, like there was a time when I would post every single day on YouTube, vlogs, like heavily heavily edited vlogs too, like they weren't just like shitty vlogs, like I put effort into the vlogs, I would post on Instagram, I would post a podcast once a week with a buddy of mine, and they all did relatively well like compared to today's numbers they did fucking shit like i would post a vlog on youtube and it would get like 50 views and that was for me at the time like a massive amount of followers especially since that was like before tiktok but like now i feel like since tiktok's a thing and reels are a thing and it's like if you get 50 views it's almost like what are you fucking doing like it's not even worth it like 50 views on something is is nothing like you don't like everybody has that ability to go viral right and everybody's posting on reels and tiktok and everybody's getting views and so it's devalued you know it's harder to weed out bad content and thank god that like none of my old videos ever did well because i don't think that like looking back now that any of them I would even want people to watch but they're entertaining to me to go back and look at um but you know it's just i i miss i miss podcasting i miss making content regular regularly and i and i miss doing stuff other than fucking photography like i don't get me wrong i love photography and i have leveled up in photography without even really noticing it like i remember in 4-H when I was a kid, I took I, the first time I really remember purposely taking photos other than just like with friends or like a cool sunset. I, I, I went out and, and for 4-H, I had a poster that I had to make and I had to like come up with 10 colorful photos or something like that. And so I went out to my backyard with like, like a point and shoot camera and I just shot in the backyard. That's the first time I ever remember actively doing a photo shoot Where I was trying to make the photos look good, not just photographing something that already looked good. And I think a lot of people think that photography is something that you just point a camera at and you and you take pictures of beautiful things and the works kind of cut out for you. And I mean, recently, I kind of still agree with that, especially since like technology has taken this massive, massive uh incline like it's so easy like lightroom's ten dollars a month okay pretty much everybody can have access to lightroom and then it's just a matter of taking the time to learn lightroom and lightroom's not that hard especially if you use uh what is it lightroom classic no no lightroom cc i think lightroom classic's the one that's more advanced either way they both have pretty much the same amount of tools and both are extremely powerful so I think,
1: shit, what is, sorry, that was
0: very unprofessional, I don't know if you that picked up on the microphone, I was watching year one on Hulu, and for some reason it decided to play in the background, anyway, photography has taken him, what the fuck, it's doing it again, shut up, aha, it's funny, yes, I get it, but I don't want to fucking watch it right now,
1: anyway. Photography I feel like is a dying art form
0: and it's something that is kind of sad because like I don't think I would be where I was, where I am as far as how my photos look if technology didn't increase but on the other hand since it's so easy everybody can do it And anybody with a phone can download Lightroom. And actually, the Lightroom app is free. And there is so much. Like, literally, the only thing that you can't do in the Lightroom app, I'm pretty sure, is, like, masking. And you don't even need to mask anything. Like, you don't have to mask in photos, but you can. And I feel like, you know, since it's so accessible, everybody's doing it. But at the same time, nobody's doing it. Like, I feel like... I don't know where I'm going with this I like completely lost my train of thought like I was trying to pick it back up but fucking Jack Black and Michael Sarah uh distracted me let me close off Hulu let's just see it. let's just close off all these okay see this is what I do like about podcasts is they don't have to be professional like you know like when, when you when you make YouTube videos you cut out the bad bits you edit everything you have to have an intro and outro and you have to like retain people's intention span for the entirety of the video otherwise people will click off but I feel like podcasts people listen to podcasts differently like they do it in the background right they're they're working they're working or they're they're working really like I don't feel like people really just sit down and listen to podcasts like I listened to podcasts when I was working third shift Or when I was like running, but I had to stop doing it when I was running because they're so goddamn boring to listen to, honestly, unless you put a lot of effort into them. But I I like the fact I like the versatility of podcasts. You can just sit down and talk. Like you don't have to put in a lot of production value and people will still listen to it because people like listening to people talk. It's it sounds like a conversation. And you know, I like recording podcasts because it's like uninterrupted, you know? Like, it's it's uninterrupted talk. Like, I can just sit here and talk about anything and everything that I ever wanted. And you get to listen to that. And that's just fucking fantastic. But, yeah. Uh, I, I do feel like AI art is killing photography in a massive way. Um, I watched a video on YouTube. Do not remember who it was who made it. Sorry. But he was talking about how not only is photography tools getting easier and easier to get into your hands, but they're getting easier and easier to use. And that AI is also doing that. So not only is AI taking over the fucking world right now, it's also getting into the hands of the public. So now you have all these jack off, fucking on instagram posting ai art and saying i'm an ai artist no the fuck you're not you're not an artist ai art is not art and i uh, i will die on that grave or whatever the saying is i will die on that because i don't believe that ai is art and like yeah okay it is beautiful it looks cool it's beautiful but realistically you didn't do jack shit to get that final image did you Because all you had to do was type in on the internet or on some fucking software whatever you want the AI to create. And you don't have to go through the struggles of making bad art. You don't have to go through the struggles of coming up with composition, the coloring. You don't have to come up with the emotion. You literally just type in anything you want and the AI does everything else for you. You don't have to adjust the crops. You don't have to go out and actually... like. The beautiful thing about photography, right, is if there's a picture of you on top of a mountain, it means you had to climb up that goddamn mountain to take the picture. That's a story. And that's what makes the photo entertaining. Like, But if you go into the AI software and you type in photo of a man standing on a mountain, there's no emotion because the journey wasn't there. There's no story. There's no emotion. There's no feeling behind the photo or whatever you made the AI create so I feel like I don't think AI will kill photography for the main fact that like we still like human elements and stuff like we still like when humans do things right like if I go like I know several people who who go to the grocery store and don't use the self checkouts they they want to go to the actual cashier and Have that human interaction because, you know, some people may not get a lot of human interactions, especially after fucking COVID, you know, 2020 kind of fucked up a lot of things. I don't know if you'd noticed, but. A lot of people and I know a lot of people who actually work in like retail jobs or, or or customer service jobs for the main fact that they just want that human interaction, like they don't necessarily have to work there because they need the job. They work there because they like the human element of it. and. I You know, I I think I think that there's still going to be a little bit of that inside of photography. Um, I don't I don't I don't know about where photography will live. I'm trying to kind of shy away from social media, not not like get off of it. Like I'm not I, I still love social media and I still love posting on Instagram and and whatever, really just Instagram. I don't really r- fuck with any other software, uh, social media. I I, I like Vero so far, but I don't really think you can compare the two and I'll get into that in a little bit, but I still like Instagram as as shitty as it is. And as much as they put stupid shit on their fucking app, like I don't know how many times I log into Instagram and they they add some stupid-ass feature that nobody ever wanted, nobody ever uses, but they act all excited about it like it's the fucking greatest thing that they've ever fucking invented. But then you look at any comments on any celebrity photo or video or whatever they're posting, and it's nothing but fucking bots. And I'm really, really tired of the bots, and I'm probably right now more pissed off at Instagram bots than ever because... I'm actually currently in Instagram prison and I've been in Instagram prison several fucking times. I follow a lot of people, I go to hashtags, I engage with people, I like using Instagram for the purpose of, that they, that they intended originally, which was post photos, engage. I'm a social person on, on social media. You know, I, I don't set up bots and I don't automate anything. Like if I post a photo, it's me, it's not scheduled. And I don't have any problem with people scheduling posts. Like, I get it. Your your time is whatever. But at the same time, it doesn't take that much time to post. But that's
1: not my point. I'm in Instagram
0: prison right now because I engaged with people on social media. And I have been put in Instagram prison before in the past for liking too many pictures. And their reasoning behind it was, we have to restrict the amount of likes it's to protect our community, okay, I get it. Maybe I was liking photos a little too fast. Maybe I do look like a bot. whatever. put me on cooldown i'll I'm fine with that, but recently i was I was browsing photography hashtags, looking at people's art, looking at people's photos, engaging, commenting, talking to people, seeing what people were putting out into the world, and they accused me of sharing my password with some fucking service to get more likes. And that's actually their a direct quote. I mean, minus the fucking, but they 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 said, "Listen, it looks like you it says it I have a screenshot of it. it they said they they told me that I had shared my password with a service so that I could get more likes and followers. It says, "Your account has been temporarily blocked from taking this action." Sharing your account with a service that helps you get more likes and followers goes against our community guidelines. This block will expire on the 21st of September. Tell us if you think we made a mistake, but the problem with Instagram is... If you try to repeal anything that they ever do, they ignore you. It's it's practically, I have tried so many times in the past to get in contact with Instagram. They do not like people. They do not like their users. They don't want to interact with you. You email them, you get an automatic email back like instantly saying, hey, fucker, why are you emailing us? They give you a phone number. You don't get any response from it. They don't want to Contact with you, and they don't care if you're not having a good time on your app because they know that you're gonna come back. Because where else are you gonna fucking go? And I think that's the issue. I think we need more social media platforms uh, that have a following on it. That's not video. Like I don't have a problem with TikTok in its bare form, but I I do have I, TikTok has ruined the world, and it has ruined social media. You can't go anywhere without seeing a dumbass vertical video of some fucker dancing like they're in tv commercials now your tv commercials the people who are supposed to be all high and mighty the people who are supposed to know it all the people who have been in the game for fucking years tv commercials are turning to social media and and just reposting tick like i you can't escape tiktok and it's so fucking fucked because it has ruined not only has it ruined people's attention span. See, this is the problem with podcasting. I just turn into rants. This is, the, And usually they're about Instagram. But there's a lot to say about Instagram. But TikToks have ruined people's attention span. You can't get any... Like, even my dad was talking about tic, uh, TikTok. Well, not TikTok. He was talking about YouTube shorts. But he was saying that how he gets caught up in scrolling through YouTube shorts, but he doesn't even watch the full video. And I'm like, well, if it's happening to you... And I know you don't even have ADHD, and most kids nowadays claim to have ADHD, but I don't necessarily think that they all do. I don't think everybody in the world has ADHD. I think everybody in the world watches TikTok, and everybody in the world's attention span is getting shorter and shorter. Like, people won't even sit through an entire fucking movie anymore without... Grabbing their phone. Like, I have rules. Like, if I'm watching a Quentin Tarantino or Martin, Sc- Martin Scorsese film, no phone, not allowed to touch it. Like, if I'm watching year one, a movie I've seen several times, like I just was, then, yeah, I'll grab my phone every once in a while, check the time, scroll through Instagram, whatever. But I, I don't like grabbing my phone during movies because i I don't like shortening the length of my attention span because everybody's now is going well time is moving fast time is moving fast time is moving fast like where did all the time go it's still there you're just wasting it on tiktok and all these other apps and you're not even enjoying the content that you're watching like i i scroll through reels every once in a while on instagram and like after five reels i get bored because everybody is just like instagram's I feel like Instagram's motto is reduce, reuse, recycle. They have reduced the experience on the app. They just recycle content and reuse content, which I've never understood. Recycle and reuse is kind of the same thing in certain aspects because, I mean, can't really. I mean, I feel like recycling is just reusing, but whatever. I, that's that's what I feel like Instagram is doing. They they've reduced the experience. They reduce the human aspect of it. Like, it's really hard to find like a good, like, true people on Instagram like, that want to have a conversation. Like, there's a few of them. And, but, like, you po- I post a story on Instagram now, it's nothing but fucking no-profile picture sex bots and fucking verified fuck toys that just want attention. And, like, if you post a sticker or a poll on your Instagram, it's nothing but a bot. Like, I posted on, uh, on my story like, how uh, what was it? It was... I posted on my story a, one of those question things, and it was like, what are some cool accounts that you follow that I should check out? And all of their responses were, were bots. And the reason I know that they were bots were because they were verified people who didn't follow me, and the questions that they asked had nothing to do with the question that I asked. Like I said, like I, said I said, what accounts do you follow? And most of them were, what do you love about your job? Ooh, I love your feed, and it's like that has nothing to do with what I asked. Which means they just went into one of these services, signed up, and then just automated these responses. And my problem is, is Instagram right now has put me in prison for acu- in accusing me of sharing my password to get more likes and followers, but these fuckers are on Instagram verified accounts using bots to gain followers. If it's against the community, if it's against the community guidelines, why the fuck are these verified accounts still on Instagram? And why am I getting treated like fucking shit if I didn't do it? Like I haven't ever, ever shared my password to a third party software ever. Maybe a few years ago when I was like 16 on some old Instagram accounts, I might have shared those passwords because I was young, dumb, and stupid, trying to figure everything out. But the account that I currently have, I have never shared my password once to a service to get likes or even to another human being. But yet these, these verified accounts or I can prove it using bots to get likes and followers and Instagram is doing nothing about it and I can't rebuttal any of these because Instagram will not hear me and They will not respond to me. You, you can't email them. You can't contact them. You can't DM them They do not listen all they do is pump out fucking like their Instagram account is fucking garbage all they do is pump out shitty stupid-ass fucking features and nobody ever wanted and just make the experience overall worse. And I, I'm really enjoying, cause back in the day when I would get put in Instagram prison, I didn't have any, anywhere else to go. Like there was no other place to post pictures. Vero, I'm, I'm enjoying my time on Vero. Not only is there people, like I don't ever see a bot on there. I post a picture, I don't get littered with comments. Like, I po- that's another thing. I post a picture on Instagram, within 5 seconds littered with comments of me telling me to send a pic to some fucking account so that I can get promoted and then you dm them hey fuck boy Get out of my spam comments and they DM with an automated bot reply saying here's our prices and it's just it's it's and it's annoying and so I have to have this long list of words that are blocked in my comments so if you've ever tried to comment on anything on my Instagram account and it won't go through it's probably because you're using words like follow or check me out or something like that uh, I have this massive list of things that aren't allowed in my comments and they still bleed through somehow because This is like, I'm getting smarter and figuring out what words they're using. They're figuring out what words I'm blocking and then switching up their words. So it's just this constant battle and it's, it's not enjoyable. But on Vero, I've actually been able to, there's a little bit more of a human element to it. And I know a lot of people right now in the photography world are comparing Instagram and Vero. And there's this big talk about, is Vero good? Is it bad? I really don't know yet. I really haven't been on it that long. I do know that it's a lot easier to get your content seen on Vero. Like I haven't been on there very long. And my account has grown faster. Than any Instagram account that I've had in the past. Like. And and, that, and that's without using reels. Like I'm, I'm, I'm comparing. Growth without reels. I like Vero because it's not. Spam. You see. Real people posting real photos. And they're just people who also want to get their fucking photos. Or art. Or whatever scene as well and not only that you can click on vero and i can't i cannot get over the fact like how sharp these images are like it goes to show that instagram is just compressing your photos for no goddamn reason like i get instagram's a bigger platform right and so maybe i don't know how it all works but maybe they have to do that because there's so many people on the on instagram that they have to compress the photos otherwise the whole system will just crash but it's not like instagram hasn't crashed in the past before for a while in 2016 it felt like instagram was crashing every single goddamn day and you couldn't even use it like i don't and people were going to twitter and then like that was how you found out if instagram was down recently i haven't had a problem with instagram going down and it doesn't seem like they're doing that as much but it's probably because they've changed their entire system and they're not even a photo sharing app anymore so but but Vero's nice. I've I've seen I I've, I see a lot of cool accounts. It's not shitty TikToks. You see a few TikToks and and reels bleed through every once in a while, and those people can fuck off. If you're posting reels and TikToks on Vero, you're just missing the entire fucking point. Like I get, you know, social media is free to do whatever you want to do, post what you want to post. But like, I I just want a safe haven away from reels and TikToks. Like they're just so boring. They're not creative. They're obnoxious. They're loud. Like, I I hate getting on Instagram if my sound's on because they just yell at you. And it's like, just TikToks talk, but they don't say anything. And if you accidentally have your sound on and you open up the app, it is the most annoying thing ever, especially if you like just woke up or something and you click on like Instagram or TikTok and it's just like five things the blah blah blah. and it's just like oh my god dude like chill breathe and i think that's the problem is like there's no breathing room on social media anymore like everything's already been done so everybody's just like that's my biggest problem with mr beast is like he's ruined the personality part of youtube right like Mr. Beast has done a lot of cool things, given away so much money. He's he gives away food. He he does a lot of good things, but he has ruined YouTube as far as like personality. Like YouTube's whole thing is personality, that it wasn't commercialized, it wasn't like a big production that went into the videos, it wasn't a TV host. Like you look, you look at a Mr. Beast video, it looks indistinguishable from a fucking television show down to the fucking wire. Like he doesn't even have, he, he's he got this no personality uh, policy. Like he's not allowed to show his personality and he's not allowed to like, and it's just same thing the fucking TV hosts do. And it's sparked a shit ton of fucking copycats. And you don't see a lot of like, like I remember like, I don't, I remember when I first found YouTube, the greatest thing about it was like, you felt like you had a connection with the people you were watching. Like, like Markiplier is a good example because he, he has a massive connection with his fans, right? You, you've watched Markiplier, whether it's your first video or whether you've been watching for years, you feel a connection with him because he's having a good time which makes you have a good time and he's talking about things that you like and you watch these people grow, you know? Like I remember watching Jacksepticeye graduate college And I remember being like super happy for him. I was like, I had just found him. He was in the cabin. He was wearing his hat. He was just, he was this Irish college kid just posting videos. He had about 200,000 subscribers. And then to just watch him turn into who he is, like I've been there for the journey and that was cool. And I like, that's the connection. But like, I, I don't feel like you get that when you watch like content that like, mr beast posts you don't like yeah you look back at his old videos you can see the grind and you can see like that he's worked and you can see the growth and all of that but like it just seems forced and he he's got this thing where he like has overworked himself and he like the whole video where he didn't eat and then like he filmed the willy wonka video and he wasn't doing well like that's taking it to extremes and it's really not worth it because i don't think mr beasts uh, Strategy is going to like work out in the long term because I find myself every time Mr. Beast posts a new video, I click on it. Five seconds in, I click off because it's boring as fuck because I've seen it before. Every single one of his videos is the guy fucking same. And he doesn't give me time to react emotionally to anything because, like, when he gives away money to like fans and stuff, I don't care because he hasn't made me care about the person he's giving the money to. He doesn't let me see their reaction to winning. He doesn't let me see, you know enough about their personality to, kn- to even give me a reason to give a shit whether they should win the money or not like they don't he, he there's not enough emotion I think behind his his content like yeah there's been bits where he cries and there's been times where he gives money away and people get emotional but there's not enough breathing room like I, I don't get to see the impact of it it's just so quick his videos are so fucking fast and I just I like the breathing room of YouTube and I like there's I I, I miss I miss that about YouTube like I like I how many times am I going to say like just trying to find
1: the words give me a second let me slow down my speech talking about somebody who talks too fast and moves too fast I need to slow down give me a second
0: drank coffee it's one in the morning and I drank coffee I can't get off third shift I can't it's uh it's a problem I worked third shift for a year and a half I can't imagine working third shift longer than that this has been the hardest thing about working third shift was getting off the schedule like I quit third shift about I want to say like four fucking months ago and I'm still awake at night (laughs) and up in the morning now i've always been somebody who was up all night because i would be editing videos and stuff but it was never this extreme and i was usually up during the day as well it's just i don't know what it is man i don't know what it is i can't get off of it I, I, i i've known people who have worked third shift their entire life and if they ever get out of third shift like they're gonna be fucked like they don't know what to do with themselves and i find that that's actually a big problem with third shift workers is once you go in And once you stay long enough, there's no going back because a year and a half has completely not only fucked up my sleep schedule, but like my body and like you get depressed. I feel like working third shift. Like I I know a lot of people who work third shift who are just massively depressed and it's because you never see the sun. You never get any sleep. You never get any vitamin whatever that comes from the sun. Is it vitamin C that comes from the sun? Vitamin D? whatever the one that you, anyway, you don't ever see the sun. Like the first six months of me starting third shift, I had never worked third shift ever in my life. And I didn't see the sun for six months because I was switching to the third shift schedule. So I would go in at 10 o'clock at night, which it was already dark. And then I would leave at six in the morning. And it was also already dark when I would leave. So, and then I go home I close all my windows because it's bright as fuck. I don't want, like, the sun to come through when I'm sleeping because I would like to sleep in a dark room. And so you never saw any light. Like, when you leave for work, it's dark. When you come home, it's dark. And then when you come home, you shut all the windows so light doesn't come through when the sun finally does come up. And then you sleep until it's time to go back to work. And then if you want to see the sun, you end up... Like, I don't know how many times working third shift, I would I would be up for 36 hours straight. I would go to work, I would stay up all day because I'd have to go do stuff during the day because the world lives in the daytime, and then that would take all day. I would get like two hours to myself, usually not sleeping, because if I slept, I would oversleep, so then I would just stay up all day, go to work again, not sleeping from in between shifts, and then I would get off, And then I and then that's when I would sleep. And I, I did that so many times. Like there was a month in the summer where it was like every other day, every other, every other, it was like, I would, I would stay up for two days, sleep for a day, stay up for two days, sleep for a day. And it was horrible. And it's not healthy. And I know a lot of these people do this, like since they were in, in, I've met a lot of people who have worked third shift since they were in high school. And
1: They're, they're, they're still there and they're like in their
0: 60s. And I just don't know how you can do that. Like it really fucks up your mentality and you get depressed and it's not even worth it. Like I worked third shift retail, right? So I was stocking shelves. It's not worth it. And there is a lot that needs to be done in a nighttime shift, especially in the stores that I worked in a lot of the day people were too busy dealing with customers or just lazy as fuck and put everything on third shift and then third shift gets blamed for absolutely everything because we're not here to defend ourselves like we're, we can't go to the meetings during the day to defend ourselves so we end up getting blamed for a lot of things but from my experience we were cleaning up the entire store stocking every single truck that came into that store like we would get a dairy truck, a frozen truck, and a grocery truck practically every single night. Uh, and we'd have to stock those, like, full semi-trucks coming every single night. And we'd have to stock that, plus clean the store. And right before I walked out, there was there was just trash piled up everywhere in the back room because the day shift wouldn't clean up after themselves. They wouldn't empty their shamrocks, which is like the bins that we like put our cardboard in. They wouldn't empty those. They wouldn't sweep anywhere. Like there was broken alcohol bottles one time that was just laying in the, in the, like where the computers are and like where by DVDs, like the computer section of the store. People had broken alcohol on the floor and they just left it for us to clean up. And then morning shift comes in and they're like, well, why didn't you? unlock the safe for us well we had like fucking everything else to do unlock a safe was a bad example but there was there's just so much that needs to be done during third shift and then you have incompetent bosses that just don't they don't they're there for an easy paycheck i feel like and they just sit in their office and do fuck all and usually their tasks got put on me and i wasn't a manager in any way shape or form but I ended up slightly getting put in that position just by not dealing with the bullshit and so there's been like I I ended up getting the safe combination to the entire store and not even the people who work in the room with the safe have the combination only managers are supposed to have that combination And I was unlocking the safe for people every single morning, yet I wasn't getting paid for it. I wasn't a manager. And they said that they would promote me to a manager. And I really didn't want that because that's how they get you. Because if you get promoted to a manager, then they can hold you over for as long as you want. You have to work overtime. You have to come in when nobody else can. I didn't want that. But I was willing to do some of the work. But they wouldn't even promote me because I had to go through a two-month course Teaching me how to be a manager. And everybody was like, well, you should go do that. You should become a manager. And I was like, well, I'm not going to take a two month course. They're like, you're already doing the job. So why not? And I was like, right. I'm already doing the job. So why do I have to take this two month class teaching me how to do the job? I'm doing the job better than most of the managers I've seen come through here do the job. And like I said, I was only there for a year and a half. And I had like, I would say, 10 people who supposedly were supposed to be my boss and I would say maybe three of them were decent at it I would say my first boss was probably the the best at it and probably the one that taught me everything that I really needed to know about third shift retail and there's a lot to learn about third shift retail but yeah it's just fucked like i was carrying the store keys i don't know how i got on this but yeah fuck it we'll talk about third shift retail i was i was carrying the store keys like the keys to the entire store i was carrying those i was carrying the main phone for the store i was unlocking the safe and it's fucked dude like it's fucked out there in the job world and if you if if you're out there like working all that shit like i i i don't know man it's it's a lot uh and if you don't want to be there, I hope you get out <laughs> because it's absolutely fucking horrible. Let me double check that I'm actually recording because OBS likes to do this thing where it closes and acts like it's not open, but then you try to open it and yeah, it's open. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, okay, beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. And then the whole night when I walked out, that was just fucked. Like we were supposed to have inventory for dairy, right? and everybody who was in our dairy team called off or showed up like six hours late to their shift literally six hours late so what's the even point of showing up but so we didn't have anybody in dairy all night and we had day shift managers they they were working the night shift to prepare for that but the actual night managers didn't want anybody to go over to dairy and cover for the people who had called off. They were like, well, we need to clean the back room and we've got live load that we need to, to stock. Well, it's like, right. But dairy inventory is a massive deal in grocery stores because dairy loses the, and gains the most amount of money. Like, at least in the stores that I worked in, dairy was the biggest Money maker and the biggest money loser so dairy inventory makes a big difference but the nighttime managers didn't want to fucking deal with it and so when I went over there and started preparing for dairy they got into a massive argument over me over like where I should be and I was like whatever they all went to lunch I skipped my lunch I finished preparing for dairy and I walked out the fucking back door and never answered a text message from a manager because you guys want to sit there and act like you have this like authority over me yet i've been carrying the keys the phone dealing like like i went up to my boss and i was like bro people are coming to me instead of you for answers like they're coming to me of like where trash bags are or what to do in certain situations you keep bragging that you ran up the ranks at such a fast pace and that you're you've been in this game for like so many years why the fuck are they not coming to you then when I've only been here for a year and a half? And he didn't respond like he had no answer. And I was like, I haven't been getting any compensation for the work that I've been doing. You sit in the back. I don't know what the fuck you do, but it's really pissing me off. And I and everybody around was like, well, I think he's going to quit. He's probably going to quit. And then one day I just fucking walked out and I never looked back because I don't I don't care. I don't care. You you don't get to do that, like especially post covid. like. I don't, I never understood people who went into their job and like made it political. Like they want to start beef with people. Like, I don't know how many coworkers I've had that just wanted to start beef and like start drama because they're bored. And that's another problem with like working third shift is like, you don't know a lot of people other than the people who also work third shift on your shift. So you get bored. And so these people come in and they start drama and it's like, you're just making everybody else's life harder. Like, you are you don't like coming into work, but you're the reason that work is not a fun place to come to. And I think that's why a lot of people ended up coming to me and enjoying that, because like, I didn't care. I may not have liked some of the coworkers that I worked with, but I never showed it because it was just a waste of time. Now, I I don't really, I'm also, I think it's just, like, inside of me, like, I don't really ever hate anybody. Like, I, I've, I rarely will look at somebody and be like god damn that person i really hate like i tend to like most people you have to do something really bad to piss me off and it was a lot of the older people that i worked with that actually were causing the drama and i wasn't the only one that pointed that out several other coworkers were like yeah it's like the 60 year olds and the the uh, the quote-unquote adults who are supposed to be more responsible than the 20-year-olds who are causing the drama and creating beef and making the workplace just such this shitty little place it was all the people my age and younger that were just like so cool like we would walk around we would all hang out with each other we would all have you know lunch together we would all like get along it was rare it was really rare to see people around 20 20s through 30s not getting along with people. It was all the adults who had beef. And like they were usually on the GM side. Like the older people were usually on the GM side because it's not as heavy of boxes over there. And there's less of a load. Like grocery, we would get a truck every single night in grocery, GM, we'd get a truck three times a week. So all of the older people would tend to be over there until my boss one day was like, because there was so much beef in the GM side and so much trauma that he had to separate them And he brought them all over to my side of the store and he made me deal with it. Like he put them all on my side and then went and hid in the office. And I had to deal with all these adults acting like fucking children because, oh, I don't want to stock this aisle. Okay. Tough luck. Okay. You're on my side of the fucking store. You're going to have to do it because I'm not doing it because I have so much other stuff that I have to do. And I'm not going to, like my team isn't going to fucking do your work. Like. You, you wanted to cause all this drama. You don't want to be on this side. Well, you shouldn't have fucking caused problems. And I don't play like that. I don't I don't I don't allow bullshit. And so if you don't want to do if you don't want to be on on my side of the store, don't cause problems. And I'm not going to have the people that I work with on gro- on the grocery side cover for you. Because they have their own problems, because grocery runs a lot harder than GM, at least in the stores that I work in. I can't speak for, for everywhere, but like the stores that I worked in, grocery went a lot harder than GM, and people didn't like it for that. And they would throw little hissy fits if they got put in grocery, but hey, you you wanted to cause all this problem, and you and your little fucking six year old buddies wanted to throw hissy fits and get into... The, Trouble and in drama and it's just not it's not how how us twenty year olds at least the people that I worked with would do things and uh yeah I really don't know how I got on third shift retail it's just I'm very passionate about it I guess I don't know why a lot went a lot went down in that year and a half there's so many stories that I could tell and I probably will tell
1: throughout this podcast but uh yeah. Okay,
0: 40 minutes is a good amount of time. I think uh, I think we're going to end it here. If you want, you can follow me on Instagram at I'mLucasB. Vero is just Lucas Brian. I'm selling prints now, which is fantastic. That, that took forever to fucking do. Um, the site's a little janky, but it's just because they're going through maintenance stuff. But you can still get on there. You can still shop. I think right now there's a 15% off sale. So, like, my stationary cards it says here are usually 28 dollars. you can get them for 21 dollars. but yeah i've got canvas prints i've got framed prints i've got metal prints i've got greeting cards browse around um the this site like i said it was going through some issues but i hadn't had any hadn't had any issues today i think it was just they were doing maintenance on it yesterday because i actually got kicked off and logged out uh and they were like Ugh. and then i when i tried to log back in they were telling me that The email didn't go to an account, so I emailed their customer service or whatever, and they were like, yeah, we're going through some issues, we're we're getting it fixed, and then within like two hours it was fixed. So the site's back up, and you can purchase prints. I've got the blue heron photo, which you've probably seen. I've got uh, the fucking leopard, which is probably my second favorite photo uh i've ever taken so yeah just check out the prince and uh come back this will this will probably be a weekly podcast uh that's just what i found works for me because if i try to do more than once a week i end up running out of things to talk about
1: but all right take care